Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege to read Parshas Vayakel. And we continue along in the incredible and magnificent, beautiful, holy details of the Mishkan. But in addition to the regular parsha of the week, we also have the great Zichos to begin the Dalit Parshios, the four supplemental readings. And this week we read Parsha Shkalim. We read of the donation of the Machzis HaShakel, the half shekel. We read a section at the beginning of Parshas Kisisa. And it is here that the Torah discusses the power of the half shekel. And the Torah says, when you decide to count the Jewish people, this is in Shmos, Perak Lamid, Pasuk Yud Beis, chapter 30, verse 12. Kaddish Baruch Hu tells Moshe, Kisisa es Rosh B'nei Yisrael of Kudahem, when you decide to count the people, Venasnu ish kofer nafshol Hashem bevkodosam. Ultimately, go ahead and give the, have the people give a machzis a shekel, have them give a half a shekel in order to count them. And velo yebam negef. And ultimately, again, there should not be a plague amongst the people. The Torah then goes on to explain that ultimately, again, this money is called kesef kipurim, money of atonement. And when one begins to look around the commentaries, or even the text itself, you begin to see that the machzis a shekel, the half shekel donation, served a variety of purposes. Of course, on one hand, it was as a census. Right? This way we don't count Jews, we count half shekelim. We know again the number of people, at least men, between the ages of 20 and 60. Number two, the silver collected from the machzis a shekel served to create the adonim, the sockets, into which the wall planks of the mishkan were inserted. But as I mentioned before, the half shekel is also called an atonement money, right? Kesef Kippurim, money of atonement. And Rashi says something so beautiful. Rashi says that the giving of the machzis ha-shekel, the giving of the half shekel, was to atone for the sin of the golden calf. For the, for the golden calf was created because the Jews used their wealth, they used their gold to unfortunately go ahead and construct whether the calf was supposed to be a deity, another god, or whether the calf was supposed to be their leader. Either way, it was bad. And so they used their wealth to construct something negative. Now they were repurposing and using that wealth for something meaningful, for something productive, for something holy. But it's interesting because Rashi points out that Hashem says to Moshe, Zayitnu. This is what you should give. And Hashem describes the coin. This is what you should give. A half a shekel. And Rashi says, Zayitnu, hera lo kamin Hashem showed Moshe a fiery image of a machzis a shekel coin. Showed him an image. And in fact, the Talmud explains, why did Hashem have to show Moshe Rabbeinu the image? Niskashala Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu had difficulty understanding the halochus of machzis a shekel. So what did Hashem do? Or he had difficulties understanding the coin, the nature of the coin of the half shekel. So Hashem showed him a fiery half shekel. Okay. Asks the Baal of HaKadosh a simple question. Moshe Rabbeinu, what's so difficult about a machzah shekel? It's a half a shekel. The Torah tells us even the weight, the amount of silver. What's the big deal? Why niskasha Moshe? Moshe Rabbeinu, why do you have problems understanding what is the machzis shekel? Out of all of the difficulties in the Torah, this does not seem to be one of them. Give a half a shekel and we're done. Yet again, Moshe Rabbeinu had so much difficulty with it that Hashem has to actually show him a fiery half shekel. And the Vashon of HaKadosh explains so beautifully what was Moshe Rabbeinu bothered by. Moshe said like this, Hashem, I understand to use a half shekel for a census. And I even understand to use a half shekel so you get the silver to make the sockets into which the wall planks of the Mishkan are inserted. But how could a machzis a shekel affect atonement? How could one little act, a machzis a shekel is not a lot of money, 
half a shekel. How could a half a shekel affect atonement for such a dramatic Avera? How could a half a shekel affect atonement for what was one of the greatest acts of trespass, of betrayal against HaKadosh Baruch Hu? The building of the golden calf by Mount Sinai, by Har Sinai, the Gemara compares it to a kala, to a bride who commits adultery under her chuppah. It, it's egregious. It's overwhelming. It's unimaginable. We built a golden calf right after we said Nasev and Nishma. Right after we committed ourselves to Hashem, we demonstrated a profound level of theological infidelity by going ahead and building this calf. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, how could a half shekel go ahead and affect atonement for such an egregious act? And so says Bashan Tavakadosh something so beautiful. Hera lo you see, it's interesting. Hashem could have shown Moshe Rabbeinu any kind of coin, but He shows him a fiery coin. And says the Bashan to HaKadosh that Hashem was teaching Moshe Rabbeinu an incredibly profound lesson, which is, it's not simply what you give, it's how you give it. It's not just simply what you do, it's how you do it. You see, the Matbeah Shalish, the Machzah Shekel is not a lot of money. But ish, fire, represents passion, represents excitement. And Hashem was teaching Moshe Rabbeinu that even the smallest of acts, even the smallest of contributions, be they monetary or emotional, if given with heart, if given with passion, if given with fire, could affect a dramatic amount of change. Even the smallest thing could send dramatic ripple effects if done with passion. Conversely, sometimes even the greatest act, but done without heart, but done without passion, done in a dispassionate way with no feeling, no emotion, as if a person is being forced or coerced. He may have checked the box, but probably accomplished very little. Hashem was telling Moshe Rabbeinu that when you do something, even if it's a small something, but you do it with passion, you do it with commitment that has the ability to affect kapara, the ability to affect atonement, even for the most egregious of sins. And what a profound lesson for us on this Shabbos Shkalim. You see, all too often we measure the success of our Yiddishkeit in volume. How much did I learn? How much did I daven? How many mitzvahs did I perform? Now that's great. Davening a lot is wonderful. And learning a lot is wonderful. Giving a lot of tzedakah is wonderful. Doing a lot of maizim tov mitzvahs is wonderful. But Yiddishkeit is not about the volume. It's not about the quantity. It's about the quality. So maybe I davened the whole shachris. Did I feel it? Did I pay attention? Did I have kavana? And sometimes Hashem says to Moshe, Sometimes maybe less is more when the less is done with more kavana. So maybe it's better to not be able to daven the entire shacharis, but the part that I daven, I see with kavana. I, see, I, I, I concentrate, I pay attention. I don't have hours to learn, but the 45 minutes a day that I learn, I'm in. I'm invested. I'm focused. I'm not distracted even a little bit in our Yiddishkeit. And whatever we do, a little bit, a little here, a little there, a little mitzvah here, a little mitzvah there. I'm, you know what? I'm not perfect with brachas. But at least, at least I'm going to try to have kavana for two brachas a day. Or I'm going to have bracha for asher yatsar. Whatever it is, whatever your machzis ashakel is, whatever your little unit of spiritual currency may be, whatever your little act is, 
you could create or you could amplify the impact of your act with fire. Even the smallest of spiritual activities becomes more important, becomes of magnified importance when it is done with fire, when it is done with passion. Maybe the secret to success in our Yiddishkeit is not looking to take more things on. Maybe the secret to success is not more chumras or additional layers. Sometimes those are important also. Maybe the secret to success is to take what we're already doing and just try to do it a little bit better. To take the machzis ashekel, the little units of spiritual currency that we're already donating, but start donating them with fire. Start donating them with passion. Start doing them ultimately again with a bit more excitement. I don't have to do more. I just have to do what I'm already doing a little bit better. That's the secret of Machzis Ashakel. The secret, the secret to successful spiritual living. May we be Hashem to have the day when we are privileged to be able to give the Machzis Ashakel. The day Sabigna shall be rebuilt. We'll purchase our Karbanos from that Machzis Ashakel. But until that great day, until we could physically give Machzis Ashakel, Maybe Zochem Yeretz Hashem to give the spiritual Machzis Hashakel and do what we are already doing with renewed commitment, renewed energy, and renewed fire. Wishing everyone a good Erev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.